Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Woolen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons Jeff and Paige Orton and Joshua and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Angel Nablah, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Phantom Five playing their instruments in the Haunted Mansion graveyard. You can see a crypt in the background, and above them, two owls sitting on a branch. On the back it reads, Haunted Mansion, crypt doors creak and tombstones quake to the rhythm of a haunting refrain. Spirited spooks play medieval melodies for graveyard guests as they all do the dance macabre in Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. It's postmarked July 23, 1973, with a Palomar Mountain cancel and a six-cent Wolf Trap Farm Virginia National Park Center postage stamp, Scott number 1452. I assume they visited the park on Tuesday, July 17, 1973, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m., the weather was a high of 78 and a low of 59. It's addressed to Toby Easton of Normal, Illinois. It reads, 7-1773, Dear Toby, One of the highlights of our visit to Disneyland was the Haunted Mansion. We are having a tremendous summer. We've been thinking about school and hoping plans are materializing. Also hope we will take time to spend together with you this fall. We enjoy the weekend of Alternative School Conference so much that Liz wants you to know that she is having a lot of nice times. Best wishes, Bob, Carol, and Liz. Since we're getting into the Halloween season, I thought it would be fun to look back at some Haunted Mansion merchandise that was available in the late 60s and early 70s. Looking through a summer 1993 e-ticket magazine, it shows some fun souvenirs that were available at the park. One type of souvenir that was available were model kits guests could purchase and glue together at home. These model kits follow the success of Pirates of the Caribbean model kits that were available in years prior. The kits also had what was known as Zap Action, which animated the models by using rubber bands to create movement by pressing on a tab or small lever. Each kit had its own unique name, including Escape from the Crypt, The Vampire's Midnight Madness, Play It Again Sam, and Grave Robber's Reward. Each one depicted a unique scene that could have been in the Haunted Mansion, Although only one scene, played again Sam, was actually based on a Haunted Mansion scene. This kit included the organ and the organist from the ballroom scene. The zap action included a mummy popping out of the organ, which doesn't actually happen in the Haunted Mansion. One of the other scenes included the executioner holding an axe over a coffin while a skeleton pops out. 
and the executioner appears again, dropping a shovel to free Gus, one of the hitchhiking ghosts from the haunted mansion, as a skeleton pops out of the coffin. The boxes are dated 1974, and have a stylized version of Disneyland's haunted mansion on the front, but images of Walt Disney World's mansion on the sides. I found the Play It Again Sam model and the Escape from the Crypt model in their original boxes on eBay for around $150 each. Although the image of the completed model on the box shows it in full color, the model itself was mostly blank white plastic. The Escape from the Crypt model had some color with a red pedestal for the coffin and a gray cobblestone floor base. The company who made the toys was the Model Products Corporation. Founded in 1963, they began with making model cars and started making kits for cars from popular TV shows, like a Jeep from Hogan's Heroes, the Monkey Mobile from the Monkey's TV show, and the Yellow Deuce Coupe from American Graffiti. Later, the company went on to make model kits based on scenes and other vehicles from movies like Raiders of the Lost Ark, Star Wars, and Aliens, and from TV shows like The Incredible Hulk, The Six Million Dollar Man, and Dark Shadows. Although the company went out of business, the brand was fully purchased in 2011 by Round 2, a Japanese toy company. I found a website showing identical model kits were being produced by Polar Lights, also owned by Round 2. These kits do not have any of the Haunted Mansion branding, and they have slightly different names. Instead of Play It Again Sam, the model kit is named Play It Again Tom, and Escape from the Crypt was renamed Escape from the Dungeon. I know recently there have been similar model kits available at the parks based on the attic scene and Madame Leota's seance room. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope or adding a theme stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the chandelier that hangs from the Haunted Mansion Ballroom with two ghosts sitting on top and a third ghost, known as Pickwick, balancing on one foot and using his cane to swing around the chandelier. On the back it reads, Haunted Mansion, a ghostly ball reaches its height and frolicking spirits perch precariously on a huge chandelier. They are just a few of the 999 fun-loving ghosts in Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. It's not postmarked, but was sent with a six-cent Franklin D. Roosevelt postage stamp, Scott number 1284. Let's assume they visit the park on Wednesday, October 7, 1970, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 73 and a low of 59. It's addressed to C.C. Ryan of Euclid, Ohio. It reads, Hi, we picked this card for the Dark Shadows enthusiasts. Cancel your plans for Nassau. Come to California. It's great. Calvin and Patty. Another early haunted mansion souvenir was the secret panel chest. These puzzle boxes were made in Japan, but similar boxes were popular after World War II and could be found in Chinatown shops all over the U.S. There are three sizes, and depending on the size, there are a number of actions, or ways, you need to perform to open the box. The smallest box required eight actions, the medium required 12 actions, and the large required 31 actions. The exterior of the boxes are identical. The top of the chest had an image of the Haunted Mansion on the right, and a tombstone-shaped plaque on the left, reading 
Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. These were made in the 1970s, and Walt Disney World had the same box with the image of their Haunted Mansion. Below both images, there was another inscription that read, Secret Panel Chest. The sides of the box had a wood paneling motif, similar to a mosaic or checkerboard design. It's challenging to find these souvenirs in great condition, as they were played with or had tools used to open them. There are a few available on eBay for around $200-$250. dollars Another classic Haunted Mansion souvenir was the mini tombstone. They were textured to look like aged wood or stone and had a smooth space for personalization, either with a bat shape or a decorative scroll. They were produced by a company called Randotti, named after Randy and Dottie Smith, who started the company from their Southern California home. These tombstones were produced and sold at Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm. The Disneyland, and eventually Walt Disney World tombstones, had branding noting that they were from the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland or Walt Disney World. I'm not sure how long they were available at the parks, but the Randotti company went out of business in the mid-1980s. The tombstones sell on eBay now for about $100. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow RussRomano2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a photoshopped image of Mickey and Minnie, making them look like green zombies in front of Cinderella Castle in the Magic Kingdom. The postmark is faint, but was sent from Garden Grove on September 9th, 2023, with a Red Barn Forever postcard postage stamp, Scott number 5547. It reads, Clocky, not sure what the hell happened to Mickey and Minnie here, but it didn't look good. How's it lately? I had my house decorated since July, so I'm ready for the stupid heat to be done so I can celebrate Halloween properly. Hope all is well, Nick. P.S. Do you think the mice are contagious? Thank you so much for the postcard, Nick. I don't think the mice are contagious, but I would keep my distance just in case. It was great to see this in my mailbox just before the start of October. I really enjoyed the jack-o'-lantern washi tape and the anatomy washi tape with the images of skulls, brains, and rib cages on the back. As I'm recording this episode, it's going to be 95 degrees, and I too cannot wait until we get some nice fall weather to enjoy before it gets too cold to go outside. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be helpful to share your favorite episode to a friend or on social media. There are over 200 to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.